So nice, had to play it twice. Welcome to the Growing with Fishes podcast, episode three hundred and twenty-five. I can't believe we're at three twenty-five already. I feel like last week we did three hundred. Um, that's wild. How many? Uh, how quickly the weeks go by here. Uh, uh, welcome everybody. Um, we have uh, West Edge in with us this week. Let's go. Big West. up, big up, potent fonts. Big up, everybody out in chat. Hope you all living well. Hope you living your best lives. And um, yeah, so today I thought we'd talk about um, the virtual aquaponic cannabis conference coming up. We have it coming up here at the next weekend. Um, so be sure to tune in. We'll start at 8 a.m. Pacific and go until about 8 p.m. Pacific. We might have an extra speaker to uh, on the end. Sorry, we had a couple of people reach out to us after we finished the schedule. So we're gonna, we may or may not have a couple of surprise guests there at the end, but I thought it'd be cool to kind of run down the different speakers we have. Uh, if you guys are unfamiliar with the conference, kind of explain what we, what it's about. And then, um, you know, we could take some listener Q&A. If you guys have a question about growing aquaponics or soil or otherwise, or Thailand or whatever, uh, throw it in chat at me or Wes, and we'll make sure we add it to the queue uh, during the episode. Uh, and then we'll answer those uh, a little later on in the show. All right, guys. Um, so uh, if you guys aren't familiar, um, the Virtual Aquaponic Cannabis Conference is coming up. Oh, let me get screen share set up properly. There we go. I got from two screens to one. It's still fucking me up. Um, all right. So you guys can see the Virtual Aquaponic Cannabis Conference. It's all right here on the Potent Ponics YouTube channel, January 14th and 15th. Again, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I'm going to start things off on 8 a.m. on the 14th. Uh, and then we'll have uh, Sweetwater Aquaponics uh, from South Africa. Oh, you know what? I pulled up all the speaker websites and I didn't pull up mine. That was freaking great. Hold on a second, guys. Oh, I did pull it up. Okay. So if you guys aren't familiar, you guys can check out my website, Potent Ponics. Um, but if you're on the website, we have some cool stuff so you can check out uh, open nutrient project we have a bunch of free resources for sourcing organic nutrients from different plant materials uh, classes and all kinds of useful stuff but we also have the virtual aquaponic cannabis conference links and click that and you can see the previous speakers from last year <clears throat> we had a wonderful list of people you can check out the playlist that has all those talks there and you can also check out virtual aquaponic uh, cannabis conference from 2020 Again, you can check out the uh, URL there and you can find out uh, uh, all about that in case you missed the first two years. All of those are available for free. You can check those out. Nice. Last all year right, was great. So. <laughs> and then we have uh, Shannon Booth who will be joining us from South Africa. He, you can also check out, we did an episode with him as well and he was also with us last year. Um, but you can uh, you can see he's doing quite a bit of different different styles there with soil uh, and straight aquaponics and uh, soil fed by fish. So he's got a kind of all three different versions going on there. 
Yeah, he does a really great job in there. One of the leading aquaponic cannabis companies, if not the leading aquaponic cannabis company in all of South Africa. Quite a few different greenhouses going. So pretty, pretty great to have him on and uh, really excited to see what, what the latest that they learned in the last year is uh, as far as growing there in South Africa. Yeah. Next up, we have Danielle from Aquilitas. Uh, she's the lead director uh, of the fish uh, side of things up there. Uh, super, super great to have her back with us again. Um, she also has developed a huge um, database of all the aquaponics white papers that have been published to date um, that you can search in an Excel sheet. That's super cool. Also has all the different parameters and pH ranges and nutrient levels and plants named and it's very easy to find useful data with the, with the search engine that she built for it. So it's, it's really cool. And she'll be talking to us about uh, the latest stuff that Aquilitas has been working on and she's been working on up in Canada as far as aquaponic cannabis production. They're an aquaponic cannabis company up there. They also work with Reef uh, as well. They have a, a really, really awesome program. She's also, uh, Danielle's also been on the show uh, for her own episode as well. Uh, you can check that out uh, in the previous episodes. I should have pulled up the numbers on those, but I apologize. And next up, we have Stuart, uh, Tanner Stewart from Stuart Life Farms. Uh, he'll be joining us there. Again, another uh, large-scale uh, aquaponic cannabis company based in Canada. Uh, always great to have them on. They sell uh, flour and infused bath bombs and a bunch of other cool stuff up in Canada. So definitely check that out. I'm excited to see what, what they're up to. Uh, next up, we have Kevin McKernan is going to be talking to us about viruses and viroids, um, HLVD, and some of the latest stuff on that. There's a lot of new information that he's been working on um, around lettuce chlorosis virus, cannabis cryptic virus, and hot latent virus. Um, and uh, I'm really stoked to have him on the show. Uh, if you guys didn't check it out, um, Jordan River just had him on his show this week, and uh, it was a really great episode. Be sure to go check out that episode over on uh, the Growcast channel, a Growcast podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to have the latest in viral info because it's something that it definitely is not getting the attention that it really needs. And, um, you know, it's certainly one of the topics that uh, is highly misunderstood. A lot of people don't understand how they work in plants, don't understand why they see certain traits in certain plants and don't understand what they're looking at. So um, and then as well as he's, he's had quite a bit of work with uh, people getting or trying to figure out why they're getting false aspergillus um, results uh, when people are using Vitilis emphoquiliensis and a bunch of other really important things for people on the commercial side of stuff in terms of testing. So uh, really, really excited to have him on the show uh, and uh, on the conference this year and excited to hear about his latest and greatest information on that. Next up, we have Matthew Gates. He's one of our, our favorite people nice. to talk to when it comes to pest control stuff. He'll be talking to us all about uh, pest control. He's got quite a few uh, great new videos out. And then if you haven't checked it out already, um, this is this video series he did, the cannabis, what's it called? Cannabis, Global Cannabis Integrated Pest Management Review is really cool. He kind of spends about two hours going through the evolutionary history of the cannabis a plant along with the evolutionary history of the different common pests that attack cannabis at the time of that plant's evolution when it, when it was it was evolving so you can kind of understand why certain pests are harder to deal with because they've been feeding on this plant a lot longer um, versus some of the ones that have, are newer to the, the um, 
you know, the plant as well that, that maybe don't, the plant has a little easier time dealing with, or maybe doesn't deal with it at all because it doesn't, you know, figure the mechanism out yet. So it's a really interesting thing, especially if you're looking for something that's a little bit different brain food wise on cannabis. It's a, one of my favorite presentations that I've seen on YouTube. So definitely check it out. But um, his YouTube channel is a great resource as well. And then he's also on the Cheap Homegrown podcast and uh, I believe one or two other podcasts as well. I apologize for not having the full list in front of me, but Lots of good stuff for them on there and uh, definitely a good resource. Uh, next up, we have um, uh, Roger from True Aquaponics. Uh, he'll be presenting with us uh, on nutrients. We also have Matthew uh, Pugnat, who is a gentleman who's going to be speaking with us. Um, those will be our two half hour talks this year. Um, they each only needed half an hour. So, um, you know, we split it up. Um, but Matthew Pugna, I met him out at the Aquaponics Association Conference in this, this past year in Oklahoma. And he was really cool because he had a bunch of really low energy and low cost uh, water pump methods. So I thought it'd be really cool to bring him on the show uh, and on the, on the uh, conference rather uh, and, and talk about those different, you know, uh, options for, for uh, pumps when you maybe don't have a ton of energy around. So really stoked on that. Um, uh, next up we have uh, our first Spanish speaker. So we have, make sure it's pronounced his name right. Um, uh, Andres uh, Sidi uh, from, I believe he's from Biofish, but I have to double check. Um, uh, he'll be speaking with us from Mexico. Also super stoked on that. They're, uh, they're running aquaponic cannabis down there in Mexico. Uh, he was also one of the speakers at the Aquaponics Congress. They had a little uh, kind of aquaponic cannabis um, track uh, on their, their conference this year. So he was one of the speakers. Um, so we will have uh, four Spanish speaking uh, uh, talks. And if you can't speak Spanish, it's okay. Uh, if you're an English speaker, you can use the live translate on Google uh, and it will tell you uh, closed captioning in English. Uh, so don't worry. Um, you know, we're trying to be a little more inclusive and trying to bring in a couple other um, groups, especially with Spanish speakers. There's a lot of different people doing it now. So we can bring in an, a wide range of speakers that can all speak on that suite. We're trying to diversify a little bit. I think it's going to work out great this year. That's cool. Yeah, Good super idea. excited. And then we also have um, uh, Carlos Leon Ramos. Um, so he's the CEO of uh, Biofish Aqu uh, Aquaponics down there in Mexico. Um, so super excited to have him on. He'll be joining us. Um, there's Biofish's website. You can check them out. They're uh, doing all kinds of vegetable production and cannabis production in Mexico. And uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty great dudes. And do that's <laughs> so you guys can check them out. They got all different types of stuff that they're working on down there. It's a, a really great program that they have going. And then next up, we have Matt, uh, Matt Powers. He's one of my favorite people. Uh, if you haven't checked it out already, he has a new microbial book coming out that is like insane. Be sure to check it out. Um, definitely should be top of your book list for 2023. Um, in fact, hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I think it's on pre-order now. Let me, one second. I should have asked them before the show. I feel bad. If now. not, Anyways, it's coming soon. Yeah, it's coming soon. Apparently I can't find it easily. Um, See if I can find it here. Anyways, he has a great, oh, here it is. This is it. 
Yeah, here it is. Okay, I found it. Sorry about that, guys. Trying to juggle a lot this morning. I was up to one cutting clones and then to get up to 10 to farm before the thing. So. Um, all right, so this is the book I was talking about. It's fucking amazing. Um, be sure to give it a check out. Um, I'll play the sound, but um, it is is a credible uh, guidebook that he's been working on. He's I've seen some of the previews of this uh, he's been showing me, but I mean, all types of different light uh, variations on microbes. So you can see and understand, you know, the different light fields and how to, uh, you know, get better observations on your, your microscope work and just how to tell live dead from tissue from dead tissue and just so much incredible stuff. That's kind of that next tier above everything else that I've seen in other microscope classes. Um, you know, certainly, uh, certainly next level and, and definitely uh, one that I am just drooling over to, to get my hands on. So yes. uh, probably the, the, the education that I'm looking forward to the most this year, for sure, when it comes to purchasable stuff. Nice. Yeah, it looks really good. And, but if you guys haven't checked out Matt Powers, he's an incredible educator. Uh, be sure to check him out. He has a bunch of coursework. If you have doing homeschooling and stuff, he used to be a, a, a elementary school teacher, so he's got all kinds of great stuff for children and adults when it comes to books and courses and things like that. It's a podcast. Um, I was on his podcast. Uh, he's been on my podcast, but he's one of my favorite. I talk to him a couple times a week. We're always talking about different white papers or interesting ideas or observations. And he's just a great guy. Um, he also has uh, the Our Future Regenerative uh, conference coming up. Um, I'm one of the speakers as well. Um, there's a whole wide range of great people. Um, where's the speaker list here? Yeah, he's got 30, over 35 speakers. Um, I'm speaking, um, William Brown, John Kemp, Chris Trump, uh, Joy Beckerman, Mandy Quark, uh, Cass Posey. She's awesome. Uh, I went out there and did her uh, mushroom conference out in Washington. It's a good time. Uh, Regen Ray, um, David Pomplin, uh, Rishi Strauss, uh, Andrew Carter. It's just a, a huge risk list of great people. So be sure to check that out as well if you're looking for additional education. Uh, he certainly put in a lot of time into uh, putting together a, a huge, huge uh, event as well. And that's the weekend uh, uh, right after uh, my event. So starts January 19th through the 24th. Um, it is all available for free on the first week. And then after that, if you want to buy uh, access to it afterwards uh, for his event, uh, you, you can, uh, you know, that's how they're, how they're monetizing it. But um, uh, it is all for free for the first week. So you can sit there and watch everybody's thing for free and, and take in that education. So be sure to do that. And um, yeah, it's nice. a great event. Super, super great. Stoked for that. Looks it. Next. Next up, we have, um, make sure I get his name right, uh, Justin Hess from Ichthys Aquaponics. And uh, Aquaponics Africa. So super, super excited to have him on. He'll be talking about aquaponic cannabis. Uh, Ichthys is uh, uh, one of the other larger aquaponic cannabis operations out there in South Africa. As you guys know, I spent quite a bit of time over in, uh, in Southern Africa. So always excited to hear from from people over there in that corner of the world. Doesn't get enough uh, credit in the in the cannabis world. 
Then we have Breeder Steve. I don't think you guys uh, need much of an introduction on him. <laughs> the person that helped me get where I'm currently at out here in Thailand. So I'm really excited to have, hear the latest and greatest of what he's been working on down there in Colombia and some of the other projects. Uh, yeah, really excited about that. He's always fun to talk to. He's the original aquaponic cannabis uh, guy who kind of started everything. Um, and the first person to post publicly in uh, um, 1999. He's been doing aquaponic cannabis growing since 1994. Um, there's no one else that's really been doing it as long as him when it comes to aquaponic cannabis. So always enjoy having him on. Then someone I think a lot of you uh, might be too young to know is uh, Mr. Green. <laughs> Yes, this Mr. Green, he will be joining yeah. us live in, in the flesh uh, with a talk about his new book that he's been working on. He has a, a, a couple, uh, two additional books that kind of complement his old videos. Uh, and then he has a new one he's working on that's uh, much more regenerative minded and super cool. He's a great guy. Uh, it took me five years to hunt this guy down. You guys have no idea. Uh, he was the first person I ever watched a video of about how to grow weed and uh, i memorized his whole video like whole vhs uh, or dvd or whatever it was uh, i memorized that entire yeah. thing um before i even started growing my first plant so i'm really 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 stoked to uh, to have him on my uh, event and um you know kind of have go full circle with uh with being able to give him a platform to to you know if you had told me this when i like was watching and memorizing this video i would have been like yeah you're crazy <laughs> whatever we'll never meet that guy <laughs> right and, but he came up to the main conference and um that josh through the regenerative yep. conference and was hanging out with everybody and, and everything so it was really awesome to meet him in person i like <laughs> totally fanboyed all over it that's um, cool but yeah uh, yeah you can check out his book i grow chronic and then he has uh, i grow chronic too he has a bunch of kind of updated info. Uh, you know, they're pretty affordable. It's uh, like 10 bucks for each book. So check it out if you're looking for a good uh, good source. And again, from one of the first educators that did public cannabis education, I mean, he was the first one to put out video content, yeah. I think, ever in the United States, at least. Or if he isn't, he was like the second, but he was the first one that you could easily find in stores. That's for sure. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a ballsy move at that time to be doing stuff like that. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you cojones to do that. <laughs> then we have um, Brendan Rust from Bokashi Earthworks. We're really excited to have him on. He's one of the people that I respect the most when it comes to chemistry. And, uh, you know, if I don't understand what's uh, a chemistry issue that I'm running into, he's one of the best people to ask. And certainly uh, has an understanding that's much, much beyond most, most other people in the cannabis industry. When it comes to all levels of plant health so definitely all excited to have him on uh, then we have mary beth sanchez is an ipm specialist uh, if you guys may have heard of her on, on our show on my show or on the Growcast podcast if you guys are a fan of there she's an, a common expert a uh, frequent expert over there so um sorry a little bit of a brain fart this morning again i've I'm, it's been a lot of running around it'll happen when you're tired man all right. So Mary Beth Sanchez is another uh, IPM expert. I know a lot of people kind of struggled this last year or two with different, uh, different issues. So we want to make sure we had kind of two different schools of thought when it came to pest management for the conference this year uh, with Matthew and then Ma uh, Mary Beth Sanchez both being on here. So really excited to have them both and kind of have them each talk on their own methodologies. Um, 
one thing I thought it was cool, I was on a side side tangent. Uh, I went to the store the other day and found a combination Bavaria Bassiana Metarizium product that you can buy off the shelf. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like two biocontrols and one powder. Like this is awesome. So super stoked to be able to start using something like that here. Uh, next up, we have Chris Trump. If you guys haven't checked out his online courses, he's got some pretty great online courses. And then he also has two in-person classes coming up as well. Uh, uh, this year, he's got a couple of two or three in the United States. So definitely check those out uh, if you haven't already. Uh, he has a, a really, really kick-ass online course. Uh, I've taken his online course uh, as well as uh, been to a bunch of his in-person education. He's a, a really, really amazing educator. If you haven't familiar with his YouTube channel, it's probably the best source of Korean natural farming info on the web. Uh, and he's kind of uh, my, my personal guru when it comes to uh, uh, natural farming stuff. Uh, he's definitely helped me out and given me a ton of, ton of education and, and so many levels and helped me you know, develop the different methodologies for um, aquaponics use. So, you know, big shout out to Chris, uh, much love. And it's definitely one of my favorite people uh, in the world for sure. And then next up, we have Rob Bob Aquaponics, I think, uh, from Australia. He's going to be talking to us about, uh, you know, system, small system design and, uh, you know, uh, how to set up smaller systems and things like that. And really, really stoked to have him on. I know uh, a lot of you guys um, follow him. He's certainly uh, one of the bigger YouTubers when it comes to aquaponics. I think he's the biggest at 366,000 uh, subs. But um, uh, certainly someone that I also enjoy talking to on a regular basis. Uh, sometimes he gets weird questions from listeners and uh, he'll fire them off to me and, uh, you know, we'll work together on stuff or he'll show me something cool he's working on and, and, uh, and I learn from him and all that stuff. So he's definitely one of the really, really great dude putting out a lot of great education and uh, also has his own little course there. Uh, uh, if you're looking for a, a good beginner's class, he definitely is one of the best uh, out there. And next up, we have Jose Luis uh, Lamero as uh, another gentleman from, from Mexico. He'll be talking to us in Spanish, one of our other Spanish speaking uh, speakers on aquaponic cannabis cultivation. Um, so uh, that'll be a, a good one. And then we have um, Alejandro Hoyos. Uh, he's coming to us from Colombia. He's uh, our last Spanish speaker from the, the conference. He's a uh, Another uh, great dude that's been doing a lot of good work down there in South America and uh, doing aquaponic cannabis. And, uh, yeah, definitely check it out if you're, uh, and again, you'll be able to watch those in English with the live translation through Google, uh, YouTube. So uh, don't stress that it's, you know, if you can't understand Spanish, we can still, uh, still talk with you on, um, on what's going on. And they also do a bunch of ecological and, uh, um, sustainable uh, engineering and design as well, aside from the aquaponics. So pretty cool company. And then for the, um, the panels, we have um, Brendan Rust uh, and Shannon Booth, myself, uh, Bain, uh, and um, Marty will be speaking on the commercial panel for the uh, uh, aquaponic cannabis uh, commercial aquaponic cannabis comp, uh, panel and then the homegrown panel we'll have that announcement next week we're still looking for one or two more people we do have a, a couple people for the panel but i'm looking for one or two more so if you're interested and you do have a, a experience growing um, aquaponic cannabis at home reach out to me 
on whatever platform, Instagram or YouTube or Google or whatever, and, uh, and let me know. And then for the breeders panel, um, we have Pride of the Lion Seeds. Uh, it was a really, really great uh, Dem Pure certified grower out in California or Oregon. I forget which. Um, we have uh, Dutch Blooms. He's up in Washington. Really stoked to have Josh on with us. Uh, we have Rasta Jeff from IRA Genetics. He'll be joining us for the, uh, the breeders panel. And the original Mr. Green Jeans will also be joining us for the breeders panel. And then we, we might have one or two more surprises on there for you. Uh, you guys will have to wait and find out. So I uh, hope you guys are excited about the, the conference this year. I do. Uh, I did want to make it a, a third day, but with me moving across the planet and everything else, it just I it became a much <laughs> might be a little much. Yeah. Oh, I better uh, I better mention this one too because I'm going to get myself into trouble if I do. Um, totally forgot because I, I I don't know how I just I'm fucking stupid today. Um, don't forget Marty as well. Uh, Marty is uh, one of the you know, co-founders of the show and co-founders of the conference. And um, really Great excited to see the latest and greatest with what he's been working on up in Oregon. He's been really busy with family stuff and one of his kids having a sport or whatever that's the same time as the show. But uh, he'll be able to join us on, on Sunday for the, the close out the conference as always. So I'm really excited to, to hear from him. Awesome. But yeah, um, I hope you guys are excited. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, putting this class, uh, conference together each year is uh, quite a bit of work. It takes quite a few hours of wrangling. So, um, but it's it's worth it. It's fun and uh, it helps get the word out about you know aquaponic cannabis. So I'm excited. While we're doing plugs, I'll plug myself here. Uh, you can go to thepestclass.com if you're looking for. Uh, commercial living soil or uh, even home scale uh, aquaponic or uh, living soil pest control course. We have tons of detailed information, reference photos. I have a ton of new content. I have film raw that I need to edit down into videos for this for updated viral prevention with chloride and uh, dosing for that. And um, like a bunch of more like just protocol type stuff for, for keeping everything clean. So uh, I have a, again, a ton of it filmed. I gotta, I gotta finish editing. But when you buy any, when you buy any of my classes, I'm, I'm updating everything every few months as as create create new content. So just because there's 150, you know, two, almost 200 lectures now, um, you know, in, in a year or two, it'll be almost 300 or whatever else. You know, we keep adding to the, each of the courses all the time. And then we also have a virtual aquaponic cannabis uh, course as well. Uh, this one's a, a full week long class. We have a ton of new content we'll be adding to it as well. I can reference photos for all different types of diseases and insects, different design problems um, and solutions, all different types of um, nutrient info, um, you name it, uh, fish husbandry, all different types of stuff. We kind of cover everything in that course. So uh, definitely uh, check it out for sure. All right, I think that's that part of it. I hope everyone's having a good day. Um, does anybody questions? have any questions for growing or the conference or anything else? Uh, I figured we'll... Somebody asked, are most of these decoupled systems? No, we don't really run decoupled systems. They end up being way, way too big of a pain in the ass. 
Um, there's no advantage to running a decoupled system. You can run the nutrients properly in a single loop and not have to deal with trying to balance two bodies of water and dumping water because the pH is off or just it's just a pain in the ass. There's just no need to do that. You end up wasting a lot more water. You end up spending more money in nutrients per year. It just it's more expensive. Uh, what other questions we have chat here? You guys have any other questions this morning? Why don't you uh, tell us what's going on with your grow and then I'll, I'll wander down to the greenhouse. Well, let's see. Uh, so, uh, the well, middle of last week, I pretty much harvested everything that was, um, that was doing well in uh, that was finishing off of my grow. I uh, had a bunch of peanut butter cookies come down, a bunch of uh, grandpa stash and some um, jaw father. Uh, the jaw father won't be running again. I didn't like the um, didn't like the structure of it. Uh, it's good smoke, but uh, I, I hate tying everything up. Um, yeah. Uh, then then uh, there's a my island sweet skunk is just starting to push uh, push flower crowns now. Uh, so excited to see what that does uh and then it was well as i got a full another round of the um grandpa stash and um uh well there's some job father in there too and as well as a couple uh peanut butter cookies coming through uh again but that'll be the last time that any of those run um and then yeah uh i got the uh big sir holies uh that are uh, uh just popped just popped and they're like uh, three days old and so uh, one of them was a triplet, a triplet, a triple uh, uh plant. So I, I really like that one. Hoping that one's a female and uh, does well. Uh, excited to see what the structure on her looks like, um, if it is or if it is indeed at her. Um, yeah, uh, and then just a bunch of other clones, uh, cutting clones and uh, stuff, uh, stuff last week. Uh, just waiting to get flipped up to solo cups and move along, move along down the line. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, thinking of new things to pop, but uh, nothing particularly uh, sticking out. Um, yeah, no, just plenty of new things going on. <clears throat> oh, there it comes. Uh, yeah, so, but yeah, no, the grow's coming along nicely. Everything's been going well out there since the uh, near miss with the uh, with the uh, thermostat and almost uh, almost freezing out the place during that cold snap. But everything's been great since. So, that's good. Any any seeds are popping soon? Uh, well, I just I was just talking about the uh, big serholis that I popped there. Uh, and they're coming along. They're coming along nicely, uh, looking strong. I was talking about the triple, the triple catalodon, uh, one there with uh, that that I got uh, that I'm hoping is a female. But yeah, everything everything is just tickety boo in the grow right now. Look at that. Five in a row.
Uh, actually, four uh, four plants a is asking uh, where I got my sweet island skunks. It's yeah, that's who I got them from. Is next generation seeds. Um, yeah, uh, bumped into the guy that uh, one of the guys that grows for um, uh, grows for Jay, and uh, so he uh, he just he got he's like uh, I just produced a bunch of them for Jay, so he brought me a bunch of seeds. So that's where I got mine from. They good bigger. They're ass ones, but I mean, they seem beautiful. I really like them so far. Nice, nice. Six climate control. Oh, you muted, you muted, potent. You muted. Oh, I'm muted. I don't know yeah. how that happened. Um, sorry, man. I'm sorry. So we have seven. We have seven breeding rooms. Each of these is for breeding, so we'll be able to breed whatever we want separately. So there's six in the front, and then there's one in the corner, and then there's four big rooms in the middle. Those will be flex rooms, either for drying or clones or whatever. We definitely need one clone room already for clone orders, um, and then the top floor will be for drying for all of our flower. But yeah, it's pretty pretty tall in here. <laughs> and then we have all of our soil, and this is rice hull biochar. So we kind of use this in place of perlite, add aeration to the soil, and add silica. So it's nice, it's easy and cheap to get here because it's you know Thailand. We're in right, we're in the middle of a rice field. We can buy it from the neighbors. So, and then this is all worm castings. We have um, some peat moss, and then we have a couple of other minerals, dolomite, bat guano, leonardite, a um, couple others, humic acid, kelp extract, or dried powdered kelp, not kelp extract. So. And then we have our little office dispensary here. We'll be able to get our stuff on brand genetic can here soon. Getting all the paperwork sorted. We have our nursery. Oh shit, where's the keys? One sec. Fi, do you have keys? Uh, witness will possible. Okay. Okay. One second. Sorry, I gotta find the man with the keys. If not, I'll have to go get them. Or are you just not going to see the nurse through the day? One or the other. Oh, good. There they are. All right. You guys will see the nurse through today. Actually, we'll go over here first. As long as this is unlocked. No, no. Okay. That's locked. We're going to go in here first. Ah. No suit. No suit. No, Sue. He locked me out. You can lock the door from the inside to keep it from opening in the wind, but you can't get in. <laughs> nice. Super secure. You know, you could punch through the wall, but at least the door's locked. I need I gotta remember to shade the phone or the phone overheats in the sun here. 
All right, so here's the main greenhouse. This is the oldest female hunt room. So these are all ties here. The, this is this blueberry. I fucking hate this plant. And so you can see it does this every day when it gets hot. I fucking hate the weather here. <laughs> that one, so sad looking. Flower, that is be finished. No more of those. Um, you know, the white nightmare. So this gets really grapey. And that one we're going to save just because it has that fucking grape drink smell. You can nice. see we've got a couple of stressed flowers. You can see this one. This one wants the flower. So that one's kicking out. Um, we're running gas lamp. So these lights are on for an hour at nine, an hour at midnight, an hour at 3 a.m. Uh, again, another one. This big sweet seems to stress flower from the heat here. So that one's going. We're not going to keep that one. Um, and then just a bunch of, this is all, this is the chocolate tie, the tie paradise. And this is all chocolate tie. Like all, like this one, uh, 24 and 13 which is that one over there, are fucking just stanky, stanky, stanky chocolate. Really, really excited for those. And don't mind, you might see a little of this burning on the leaf here. That's because we have to put bleach water in the scissors. And uh, um, the one time the other day, they, we mixed it a little hot. So, But you have to use bleach now with the HLVD with the latest knowledge on that, so... You know, if they accidentally put a little too much in them, it is what it is. But at least there's no no potential viruses. Now, this is cool. I haven't shown this plant in the video yet. So this is another variegated. See how it's Oh, not no, shaky. that's a nice one. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. Well. You can see nice bifurcation. Clean. Yeah. Really, really nice cool looking plant. And again, it doesn't, you can see the plant structure. It's not quite as bushy as the sisters, but it's not doing bad. It's not like the other one that we showed that had the virus that was all fucked up. Yeah. Some, this is that mean mug CPL. And then we got, this is the ATF Soto. Red Lebanese Haze. Red Lab Puck. Sorry, red lead puck, red nice. lead puck. Uh, ice cream cake. Uh, Larry Chimes, Black Wap Gold. From, uh, Dutch Blooms. We've got Root Beer Freeze. A bunch of Root Beer Freezes. A bunch of stuff. And we just chopped, we just took a ton of clones off these plants last night, so they kind of look like shit. Well, they don't look like shit, but they're not as bushy as they were 24 hours ago. <laughs> just cut yeah, but now there's multiple of them. So is it? Is it? It's not that bad. I mean, now they got this friends. This is the Rasta, Rasta Jeff section here. Got the Larry nice. Chimes, the Lemon, John Lemon, and the Inspector Royale, and Lady Marmalade, and a bunch of other stuff. And then... Uh, what else we got? Freak show. Uh, what is that one? Phase phase show. Phase show. Sorry. And then uh, some of the, the freak show genetics. Wow. That's so cool. 
need some more this freak is a freaky fuel slightly different cross Like a little flying insect. These are those straight uh, freakazoid. I know, search freak. Little original freak show. So one of these, yeah, check this out. So you can see it has these frilly leaves, but then it also has these like semi-normal looking leaves too. Oh yeah, yeah. Plant. Huh. And then where's the self-topper? This one's got some funky leaves on it too, like crazy weird serration. Oh yeah, that's a self-topping plant. We have like three self-toppers that seem to <laughs> terminate themselves and split again. <clears throat> yeah, I can see. This is from the bleach. Yeah, just be mindful that's when you're good. mixing your bleach solution for your scissors that you can mix it too hot. Just some more freakazoid. These are really nice. Look at the size of this leaf. It's huge. And this one's cool because these are really fine when they're little. And it's all different types of cool stuff. It's such there. a cool looking plant, the, the freak show stuff. And this is that um, Mac, uh, Gas Mac B Mac 2 from Brandon Rust. It's really yes. dope. We got all, this is all Thai stuff. One of these, where is it? Thai Sun, oh, it's on the other side. One of these Thai sunsets smells like strawberries and guava. Wow. It's like Thai Sunset 81, I think it was. Some of the pheno hunts on the Thai stuff, we have like almost 100 seats. But I, that's going to be the harder one to sift through. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can see, look at the structure on these in the heat compared to like some of the Western stuff. Yeah, they, they know what to do. Entirely. These don't give a fuck about the temperature here. Yeah. But I don't know what the finishing times are on them. You know, but you can look at this leaf and then look at these and tell me which one's the tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. This is infamous gardens and uh, um, uh, Jordan of the Isle section. Do you have and some you African see, stuff around there? I haven't gotten much out. We have one or two things from Africa, but I haven't, we didn't get a chance to bring much in. You can see nothing in here got topped for too long because I was sick. So that went way too long. Another stress flowering one here. Doesn't like the temperature here. Too hot. But again, with these giant leaves, those are the ones that seem to be having problems with the stress flowering more than anything else. There's another freak show. This is the biggest freak show we have right now. This is Arizona Green Gardens. A lot of genetic lineage. Just a bunch more uh, cyan syrups and stuff. You can tell the structure on some of these sucks. You know, some a lot of these will get purged. Or they're probably you know if I had to guess that one, then that one's that one's probably a male. Yeah, yeah, looks like. But most of these are looking good. You can see like eighty percent of them are fine. There's just a couple yeah. of ones that are standing out as whatever reason. And then we also have the sunshade here too. I think some of these will tighten up, but. If we open them up, these wider leaves just fry at between like 11, 11, 10, 11, and 2. Just the sun here is too intense. So 
But once we flower everything out, we can, we can make some decisions on that. But you can see everything else is looking great. We got the Amy Aces. I'm sure American One's asking me about that in chat. We have the Siam syrup down there. It smells like fucking guava and peaches. It smells so fucking good. Nice. That's so sweet. Yeah, man. So many and different genetics. And then we have some funky fucking ones in the other greenhouse, which I'll show you after this. Awesome. Everything here is doing really healthy. Again, I'm, I'm not thrilled on the node spacing, but at the same time right now, I don't need them to grow too crazy until we have everything finished pheno hunted. And then these I'm really stoked on. These are the red Lebanese pucks. This whole oh, section yeah. here. Yeah. And you can see, so look at the structure on that one. I mean, that is just tits. And they smell fucking amazing. But really interesting. What, what do they smell like? It's like gas and that like old school hash smell. Nice. With a little bit of like sweetness to it. It smells really good. And somewhere in here is that sunset of Thailand. Is it that one? No. Anyways, I'll find it later. One of them in here smells fucking dank. We were cloning last night. You know, you take a clone sometimes <laughs> and you like walk back to the tray and you're like, fuck, what the hell did oh, I just smell coming from? So those are so cool on that. And then we finally came up with a solution for the drip lines with the baskets. We just put every like fourth plant in a basket and then you can see it run, keeps the line level all the way down. And it's like totally fixed all the irrigation, minor irrigation issues that we had. And we switched everything to two yes. drippers and everything's like fucking working great now. Took a little bit of tinkering to get that all sorted. Cause here I can't get all the pressure regulators and all the shit that I'm used to getting. So I had to put a bleed line. I'll show you the solution here. So we didn't, I can't find those, you know, the pressure regulators that go on the end of each row. Normally? Yep. They don't have those here. So at least I couldn't oh. find them. So we had to put a bleed valve, a loop back onto the main tank. Yep. So I can open that up and then bleed extra pressure off to get lines right. But it works well now. Perfect. Same thing in here. Let me grab the keys. Locked. You can see greenhouses are going up another week or two. I think those will be close to finish. And I got to make clones to fill them. Oh, the phone's getting warm. I'm going to shade this thing. But yeah, how's that for new bays? Holy cow. Coming along nicely. New play pens. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, dude, we're going to have so many plants here soon. Oh, yeah. And then, okay. then the work comes. You have to sort smoke through all of them. Oh, yeah, the hard work will be the, the pheno hunting with the smoking part. You're absolutely right. It's the hardest part of the whole sitting there struggling through. Exactly. 800 and or what are we at now? A thousand and... 12, 1,200 plants, all different. 
Jesus. I'm interested to see how many keepers you end up with. Look at this thing. Stuck. Sorry about that, guys. The uh, the door pin on this gets out of alignment and it gets fucking jammed sometimes. Anyways. Here's the next greenhouse worth of plants. This is also mom's to be pheno hunted, the same as the other. <laughs> Check this out. You ever seen one like that? Whoa. That does I've not look seen... like cannabis. No. But <laughs> it, it doesn't look it. like ABC and it doesn't look like Freak Show. It's like somewhere in the middle. But see, it has a normal plant structure, like a traditional plant. Huh. And you'll see what I'm saying when I show you the other one. <laughs> so check this out this is this is the strangest cannabis plant i have ever seen well first off how about some duck foot <laughs> it's the last time you saw duck foot but, a long time ago we have really nice freak show That's and then so how about this one <laughs> that's, like parsley. <laughs> that's like parsley or something man <laughs> right what is That's that? Weed, but it sure <laughs> as fuck don't look like it. Man, where were you during prohibition? Right, but look at the look at the structure on it. It's very strange. But definitely stoked to work with that one. And see what we can do with it. Or cross if these end up being opposite genders, cross those two and see what the fuck the children look like. Especially yeah. F two. You know, I bet the F twos would look killer. But just a ton of different things in here. Um, we have some Filipino stuff, which I haven't heard anybody have Filipino seeds before, so that's fucking cool. Um, we've just been kind of trading with different different locals and stuff, and and putting the word out and some of the little Thai cannabis groups, and we've been having some cool luck with the seeds lately. And then nice. a can of Thai hooked it up with some cool stuff too. Yeah, I can't wait to see those uh, temple seeds. That, that was oh, a cool story. I like more of those. I just popped twenty more of those. <laughs> nice. Hunting. Nice. Yesterday, actually, like they're, good story they're in water. The... And, they're in the water in the nursery right now, as we speak. Get yeah. Some more freak But yeah, I mean, I've never seen this many different leaf morphologies in one grow before. That's for damn sure. I mean. But that row alone has freak show duck oh, yeah. foot and two ABC fucking variants like <laughs> fucking gnarly. And just awesome. some, some really funky funky shit, you know. Stoked on that. That's awesome. I just thought it'd be fun to kind of show you guys what's going on. Uh, this is these all need to get topped tonight. This evening, once the sun gets a little lower in the sky, finish topping up the other greenhouse and finish this one. So, but the team here is really great. They come together. We have some, some extra people we can call on when we need to do. Like last night when we were cutting all the clones and stuff, we kind of get the extra help when we need it. So, really great team we have here. And, uh, 
show you the nursery. The nursery is fucking packed right now. There's the building team. Our little test greenhouse. We need to isolate something. But you can see, everything's going great. That's the boss, the green shirt. The uh, head construction dude. No. And up here to the nursery. You see all the leaves here. They take these and they eat them like salad. The workers do. Or they'll deep fry them. They'll put like a batter on them and fry them. And you can see here we got our system down now from the clones. The naming with the name tags and all. So it seems to be working well. This is what we were doing before, and it's something to do, <laughs> but this is going to work better. <laughs> when we got all of our seeds. Like, I don't know why these are over here. They should be over here. Oh, what do you guys do? Come on. Ugh, some stuff is not always common sense to me. Anyways. Yeah, we have just a fuck shit ton of clones right now. Yeah. So we have two clones up with every plant in the greenhouse. and the other greenhouse, there's 840 plants in there. Wow. And there's double that in here right now. <laughs> and then uh, some more seeds we popped. <laughs> more seeds we popped. <laughs> People keep sending the seeds, so we keep our, you know, and trading seeds and whatever else. And then I got, because we don't have enough strings, we got, what do we got? We got more of those giant temple seeds. Look at those compared to like the ones next to it. Crazy. They're fucking huge. Those are peppercorns. And then we have the afgu, which is the Siam syrup uh, afgu crust, a fruity goo. And then we got, what's this one? It's one of the ones that we made. Banana punch dosi dough that we bred. Here on the property, the other you know stuff that was flowering out. I'm in Kush Dosido. This is Dosido, 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 Dosido. These are adapted to Thailand. So. Those are the ones from the greenhouse here. So stoked to kind of start popping stuff. We have all this Thai. All this is Thai stick Dosido, different phenos that smelled really good. Um, that greenhouse was full, and I only kept the stuff that was stinky. So, um, and then we have more Thai stick. And then we have, this is the stuff that they, there was just the leftovers, you know, the end of the, the, the day or whatever, there's just shit yeah. on the floor. So this is like stuff we're giving away and you know, somebody needs some free seeds or something. And they're just somebody that we bump into and we're walking around, you know, here, have some free seeds. Um, the banana punch, lemon, uh, kush, the blueberry. Um, this is called Gregora. Uh, or the Thai in Thai in, translation is Gregora, so it's some kind of Thai strain across uh, the dosido. And then this is dosido, dosido, and dosido, dosido. So, yeah, that's the stuff we got on deck for seeds right now. Those only get packed up in the bags and stuff. I just like to dry them out first so they don't get moldy or anything. Yeah, but the, we have a humidifier in here, it has to get refilled like once a day. It's, 
Um, and then the AC in here, if we don't run the humidifier, it gets a little too dry in here. Yeah, that's everything we got going on for now. I don't think there was anything else interesting. I think that's about it for now. Oh, you know what? I can walk you in the back and just show you what we're building, how this is going to work. So the fence line is going to get blown out, and then obviously all the bays will be inside the fence line, so this won't be here anymore, which sucks because there was a huge passion flower growing down. But each of these will have two rows. It'll be 1.25 meters wide down each of these bays. Uh, and then each of those will feed off this way to a main drain, you know, right out to the pond, which I'll show you here in a second. I don't want to drop that in the water. Um, all right, so you can see we have this big pond here. All the water is going to pump into here. This thing is about 35 feet deep, 30 feet deep. It's very, very deep, way deeper than you'd think it is. Um, there's a separation wall right here that when it goes down really far, it will retain water kind of in the upper portion so that you can kind of pump it up closest to the, to the building, you know, as the water level goes down over time. And the dry season well, is the dry season. You, you get what I mean? Yep. Um, so we'll have our tank farm here in the middle. So we'll have our, our uh, premixed tank. So we'll pump the water from the pond here with the fish and stuff in it up into this premixed tank. So then we can adjust the nutrients or pH or whatever else we need to adjust here. And then that'll get fed out to the beds. And then the beds will flow back into the pond uh, as one giant loop. But it'll flood the bottoms of the basically be like a giant sips system. Um, each one of these rows will have four seven meter long beds. Um, that'll be uh, seven by 1.25 uh, for, for flooding. So, and all the pots will go in that. But just to give you an idea of how deep this thing is, I'll show you here. Because it's fucking deep. This one over here is not as deep as the one that's full of water. And this is a good 25, 30 feet down. So you can see here we're in the rice field. It's all rice fields there and over there. But right now it's the dry season, so they're growing tapioca. You can see there's tapioca over there as well. Banana trees. Yeah, so that's the game plan. And then once these are finished, once we get a harvest or two done, you know, assuming everything goes gravy, then we'll build out more bays, build out four more bays back here. And we can fit like another four more in the back there before we're needing to move sideways. But what we'll do is just put a nice paved corridor down here. We can drive the truck or the carts and stuff, yep. park up in front of the doors of each one and make it easy to move everything around from the nursery. Like workflow easy. So, but yeah, it's a big project. It's fun. It's fun. I mean, getting to pop all the genetics, you know, on everything and just get everything scaled up and training everybody up 
but uh, it's a lot of work, but it's fun. Nice. Yeah, no, it looks like a ton of work. <laughs> oh, you guys are like the OSHA approved zip ties on for the electrical line on the trees on the fence line. <laughs> I think it says you have to use the, the thick black ones in the OSHA manual. Memory serves me, right? We're going to zip tie it to a tree. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's definitely North American standard for sure. Completely. This my old man thought it was, anyways. Hopefully, that tie song in the background doesn't fucking flag the video. I, I think you got it covered pretty well there. You didn't really hear the time it. music doesn't seem to be uh, triggering YouTube in the same way that the American stuff does. But yeah, that's our little spot. This will be an outdoor grow spot just for growing some test stuff and out, outside where we can veg it and then flower it and all that. And I have a couple of minor projects we're working on too, but that's most of the big stuff for now. But I wanted to give you guys kind of an update. Let me, uh, I'll give the show back to you there, Wes, and then uh, I'll run back inside. Right on, right on. Get y'all spotlight here. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know what we're going to talk about there. Chat, what do you guys want to talk about? Should have had American one hop on here and give me a hand. We didn't get to see your Amy's American one. I'm I'm sorry. I should have should have uh, thought about that, but <clears throat> I don't know. Who's buying all the products shipping out of this country? That's a good question. Nobody, obviously. I don't know where. I don't know where it would be going. I think most. I think they're mostly taking it in themselves. Um, I I don't know. I I honestly think most of what they're making over there uh, generally is pretty low grade. So I I I guess it would get Europe, Russia. Who knows? I I have no idea where where they where their trade goes to over there. Apparently, you can buy Oklahoma wheat down down there though, which is pretty crazy. That it would that it can make it that far around the world and still be profitable, so. But I, I guess that's a result as well of the um, licensing system there in Oklahoma being so hard to get stuff on the market too. So, where there's a will, there's a way, you know. <clears throat> Rusty right, nails was oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's nice to kind of show off some of the hard work we've been doing. It's been a oh, absolutely, you know, been a, a lot of hard work. It looked really good, man. Those plants are healthy, happy. Everything with choice. Yeah, like I said, I think a little bit of that stretching is just from the heat or from the uh, um, the sun shades that we have to use. Yeah, blueberries obviously just not supposed to be there, so. Yeah, I mean, you can tell all you have. Oh, yeah, no. Anytime you showed it, it's been it's been looking like that. Just flopped over. Not happy. Doesn't want to be there. Exactly. Uh, so just looking at chat here. Does anybody have any questions now that I'm back from 
on the walk around about the grow or anything? Yeah, I, we tried, someone asked about domes. Yeah, we, we had domes on the clones the first run and the humidity here is so high. It was <laughs> like a rainforest in there and uh, it just didn't, like they survived, but they looked like shit. So we, we went without the domes and they seemed to do way better with a slightly lower humidity level without the domes in there. So. Hey, if it works, don't change it, right? <laughs> and we're spraying in there with the bio um, Bactillus subtilis or Lactobacillus for the mold sprays. And then um, Bavaria bassiana metarizium combo. And then a, um, uh, the wood vinegar for the, the, for the insects. So it seems to be working well for, for at least keeping the clones happy and, and looking nice. What was the mix rate on that uh, on the on the uh, wood vinegar uh, when you're using it? Was it uh, what was that? I'm sorry. What was the mix rate on that wood vinegar when you use it? I don't remember what the mix rate is. I translated oh, I'll it. Last spray is next time. There, that was um, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so. But that seems to be uh, one of the better products that we have out here that I haven't seen in the United States. It really seems to add a bit of vigor to the plants and uh, fend off things like mold and insects. So it's a pretty good little combo. Hmm. But uh, yeah, anybody have anything else in chat there? Uh, if not, I think we might, uh, might wrap up the show. Um, I do appreciate everybody watching. We did have a little bit of a late start today. But uh, I had a late start today, too, so. <laughs> it's this variegated version has my attention. They taste or grow different. Um, they, they don't grow quite as well because yeah. it doesn't have the chlorophyll, right? So you will have, like, a, a slight reduction in, in output on them. But otherwise, they, they're fine. You know, there's not. I was just trying to show an example of the variegation versus viral infection because tons of people that have viral infection think and will claim that it's variegation even if it's <laughs> check out this cool variegation that's not <laughs> yeah if it's streaky and you got hooking on the leaves it's, it's not yeah. it but you can see like on the plant that i show there's no leaf hooking the leaf is normal structure it's just bleached out you know what i mean there's no chlorophyll All right, well, uh, I think we'll go ahead and a quick rundown on making IMO and labs. Um, I have a really good um, IMO video. Uh, it's like 20 minutes long in my, for IPMO. And frankly, we've just been using the IPMO as IMO as well. Like it's kind yeah. of like IMO plus basically. Um, I'm kind of having a hard, I don't, I don't know if we'll, we'll do a regular IMO collection for a while. I think with the, with the crickets and stuff, it's, it's giving us a better product. Um, we're still getting all the same microbes from the regular IMO. We're just getting the extras with it. So at least for the time being, I'm, we're just doing IPMO collections. We're not even doing the IMO collections. Um, you can check out that video on my YouTube labs. Um, just get some kefir. I actually have like four videos on that too on my YouTube channel you can check out. Um, but yeah, you just get a lactobacillus culture, 
throw it in your milk, wait a couple of days, you're good to go. Um, or you can do the rice, traditional rice collection where you do a rice wash, put that out for a day or two with the cheesecloth and then use that as the water for your base for your lactobacillus. But again, I have a couple of videos on that on my YouTube. It's probably more useful to you to, to check those out um, than it is for me to try and explain it. I, I like using kefir too. Yeah, or um, Chris <laughs> Trump has another. You know, he has the traditional versions and I kind of have the quick and dirty for commercial stuff version. <laughs> but both of them are great. Yeah, you can kind of pick whichever one you prefer. All right, um, Wes, how do you uh, how do people find you there? Well, you can find me over on uh, Dat Smoke Show and uh, Everything West Engine, and uh, over here, uh, where's the best place for people to find you, Bowden? Yeah, let me pull up. Uh... Yeah, I'm so tired. I forgot to pull that up today too. <laughs> Um, you guys can find find me and Wes over on Dat Smoke Show. We like to post funny, embarrassing pictures of ourselves as the, the pictures uh, and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, come check it out. It's a completely different format than this show. It's it's more loose and sloppy, and we just kind of fuck around a lot more. It's it's not the same format as the show at all. So um, that's why we made it a separate kind of entity because it's more of a hanging out at the bar with your friends kind of. Uh, uh, show for cannabis growers basically where we talk yes. about cannabis probably 80 percent of the time but sometimes we talk about other stuff 80 uh, percent of the then, time the other 20s left on other tangents yeah basically our news related stuff or just whatever people exactly. want to go off about um so check that out and uh you can check out the virtual alcoponic cannabis conference coming up here next weekend uh if you aren't familiar but, uh We'll have a great, great list of speakers all weekend, including four Spanish-speaking people. Uh, Spanish-speaking uh, talks, so super, super stoked on that. Uh, check that out. And uh, we'll be back again with you guys next week. Have a good one. Uh, you can find the show on uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all the things. And uh, yeah, tune in next week. We have um, Pigeon420 one of the biggest uh, cannabis YouTubers on next week. So it'll be fun. <laughs>